Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari, and this is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. Voila. I'm changing my name to Down Payment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call, call me Down Payment. Reggie Down Payment. Reggie Down Payment. DP, Down Payment. Down payment. Not, not the DP you're going to find on one of them sites, but just Down Payment. Uh, I'm going to rethink that. I'm going to stay Reggie. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that mean exactly? Down Payment. Mm. Yeah. Look, so, all right. This market is crazy right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy for who, though? Our buyers? For everybody. Our buyers and our realtors? You got to you gotta ask some sellers. It ain't sellers. crazy for these sellers. When you meet with a seller, and they, you know, a lot of sellers don't understand, like, how long it takes to really sell a home. Okay. They know they sell fast, <clears throat> but they don't know the closing process. Mm-hmm. And some sellers are clueless, so you'd be, like, at the listing appointment. Now you have to ask them, is there a time frame that's too soon? Because some of them may be putting their homes on the market too soon. That's true. Because they're like, oh, we had 19 showings. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. So you really have to prepare your sellers for the amount of activity that's going on. That's why it's crazy for everybody. Yep. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a crazy time. Yep. Go ahead. All right. So we got buyers that are just fed up with the market. Some of them are like, I'm done. I'm going to go rent. But then they go and find, <laughs> Don't do that. for a rental, it's like, damn, I might as well qualify mm-hmm. for a house and a rental rate so high. But I think that some of the fed up is just kind of like, because people can also stay where they are. People, right. you know, I'm having conversations with people where they're kind of like, nah, I mean, I'm hearing that, you know, people are paying well more for the house than it's worth. Like, you know, that's one that gets me because it's, it's a few different ways to determine value. However, I get it. Um, people are kind of like, uh, these interest rates are really high. I mean, they're they're high. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's high-ass interest rates. And um, what else is like they're the biggest? They're high. They just, <laughs> exactly. they just high, low interest rates. The yes. That, that was sarcasm, guys, yeah. on my yeah. behalf. These, sorry. Are, these are all the myths she's, she's, that we get yeah. ready to debunk. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um. What else? Just you know, like the 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 competing, not being able to find anything. Um, I do think that so it's a lot of houses. Um, like houses come every day, you know, like right. available. But when they come every day available, it's kind of like that's everybody's like now swarming to that property, right? Yeah, because it's almost like a waiting list. So you get so let's say one house came on the market on X Y Z Street in. Canton, right? Um, and it was 13 buyers. Only one person going to get it. Mm-hmm. So when the next house come up in the same neighborhood or nearby, those other 12 buyers all flock to that, plus the, the new, new buyers that yep. just started searching. Yep. So you just keep, it just keep going on, just keep going on. So some buyers like, I don't want to fight no more. I give up. Mm-hmm. And those buyers are pretty much fed up. But let's debunk some of those myths that she just said, right. though, right? So, you're, one, you're probably not paying more for the house than it's worth. You're just right. paying more than you thought it was worth. No, yeah, or you're paying more than what it was listed for because mm-hmm. value is determined by the user. The, by the market. Right? Right. Well, yeah, the market determines what the value is set at mm-hmm. because the, the demand is there. Right. But ultimately, the user determine the value to them in, as an individual. 
Yeah. yeah. So what's valuable to me because I want to be in a certain school system, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you list out. I may be willing that extra five thousand dollars. I might be saving too. I might be saving three thousand on car insurance by moving over here. Mm-hmm. And Our I school might be saving tuition. School tuition. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. School tuition. Because I know I'm gonna be paying tuition. I just was thinking about that earlier. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I digress. You better homeschool. Right. Um, you got a bigger house. Invite some more kids over for recess. <laughs> 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 not going to be able to do it. It's going to start a new she, she got an additional house in the back that you can have class in. Yep. You can get you, you know, Where the grades are all there together. You got five-year-olds with ten-year-olds. So that's the first myth. The second myth was interest rates are high. Yeah. Right. Even though they're getting climbing back up, Erica just posted uh, <laughs> on Facebook the other day that they getting ready to be in the fives, right? Yeah. That is not that is not high though. Right. Historically. Historically, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People are just spoiled. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I tell my clients that all the time. They'd be like, "Huh." <laughs> I'll, you know I'll be where... like, "You just gotta like look at the timeline. Let me break the timeline down for you." Or just show them the interest rate history. Mm-hmm. Show them like when we. When we was at eight percent, nine percent, and we That's thought that was good right? before I got in, it was people was paying like sixteen percent. Oh my That's god! Crazy. That's crazy. That's high. high. Oh, That's now, real high, right there. Here's here's where um, another reason some buyers fed up. Some buyers wish they would have brought earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. because. Some buyers, this is what you don't want to do. So some <clears> buyers <throat> like I'm just gonna wait until things calm down or the market values come down, right? Mm-hmm. But some buyers that started shopping in like 2019, and then they was like, oh, then when 2020 hit, everybody thought the market was going to crash. Mm-hmm. They was like, oh, I'm going to start buying now. But values kept going up. Mm-hmm. So now you had those same buyers, maybe they took a six-month break, and now they're coming back looking yep. at values. And they like, wait, what happened? Right. they still yes. going up. So if they would have brought in 2019. You would have hit a lick. Oh, they would have had another equity right now. Yeah, they would have had mm-hmm. equity by now. But mm-hmm. it doesn't always go like that. But you frustrated because like I could have got in at eighteen or nineteen. But here's the thing: rush. Don't wait too much longer because the interest rates are only rising. Right. right. So uh, you got to be careful. I right. mean, stop being, stop sitting on your hands. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, question: So, do you think it's wise for a buyer to pull out of the market? Now, if they still really want to buy and just wait. S- scenario, it depends on the situation. If yeah. you're renting, right. like we were just talking about, because the rental rates are going to increase. Right. So I still feel like the renters are going to end up paying more than the buyers. Mm-hmm. So, All the time. Yep. Yep. So so I guess if, so yeah, if you were with somebody that was buying, we talked about this on one of the um, previous episodes if you were somebody that was only going to be there for a few years and you thought you was going to get in for about three years and then get out and sell, right. maybe not. Right. Okay. But if you're going to be there long term, I think you need to buy right now. And stay in, mm-hmm. So stay in the game and keep fighting it out. Yep. And yep. I'm getting a lot of those calls, too. Oh, my landlord, is my rent's going up to 1300 or 1500 mm-hmm. And it's, yep. like I've gotten several of those over the past like three or four days where it's just like, oh, I got to leave. I'm not renewing <clears> my lease because... My, the, the rental rate has gone up. It has increased. Yeah, because rent, You, I think people don't understand as expenses and costs go up, they also go up for your mm-hmm. landlord. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying 800 a month and the land, you got to understand your landlord got into this for investing. Yep. 
So even though I got tenants that been properties for 10 years and they like, oh, you raising a rent? Yeah, it's about time. You way behind the market. Mm-hmm. Should have did it four years mm-hmm. ago. So now the tenants that are used to that, they're like, what's going on? Well, the landlord is either going to sell it because they got so much, exactly. you know, it's so exactly. much appreciation mm-hmm. and value. Or they're looking at the landscape of the market, and they like, I can get way more rent. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't afford it? I'm going to get somebody else that can. Yep. So, yeah, think twice before you stop, <laughs> before you pull out the purchasing game, because mm-hmm. at least you can control your fixed expenses with the mortgage, unless your taxes and insurance go up. But it gives earlier. you a little bit, you know, it gives you a little bit more control. Yeah. That, that screenshot. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> This was the, I think I sent the entire, it was on fortune.com. Yep. The housing market enters uncharted waters. And what did I screenshot? It was the, a borrower on a $500,000 mortgage at a 3.11% fixed rate would have to face a 2,138 monthly payment. Now at a 4.6% rate, that soars to that that monthly price soars right. to two thousand four hundred and thirty three. So about a three hundred. Yeah, it's like two ninety five. Okay, that's so, an additional one hundred and six thousand dollars over the course of thirty years. Yeah, but the thing is, like we talked about, will that stop you from buying a house? Yeah, if you still qualify. Like some people, that will knock you out of that price range mm-hmm. because debt to income ratios, but. Just think about the same house, what you expect to rent that house for. Yeah, if we're talking about a $500,000, I mean, you know, in any market, right? Yeah. You know, that's, so a, you that's gonna, a nice you house. You're going to pay at least 3500 to 4000 a month for that house, for, depending for on the market, right? Mm-hmm. Probably more, depending on what market you're in. Right? That's not a lot either. She said $100,000 over 30 years, years is $3,000, $3,300 a, a year. That right. you paying, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not and that's going, if you, you stay know. there the whole yeah. thirty years yeah. and don't pay it off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it's still gonna be. I mean, in terms of the value, I always look at like okay, when you get ready to move on, right? Um, from the property, you yep. still own dirt and land that you know you, it's transferable, mm-hmm. sellable, right. all these things. But once you put that down payment down for your rent or whatever, and you stay there all that time, let's say you stay in the place for. 15 years playing twenty five for or three thousand dollars twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a month right how much did you give that person over thirty years exactly and it it, it, it that wasn't transferable you couldn't sell and it's it. gonna increase you, every couple exactly years. so yeah. you didn't get any you didn't gain any equity right uh any of those benefits of actual land ownership Correct. but there's a flip side yeah owning a home is not just about the mortgage it's about the, the maintenance yeah. and everything as but well. you're still paying that in your rent anyway but you're not responsible so yeah so but you're you still what I'm paying saying? for it you're paying for it but you're yep. paying you may be paying for that luxury to be able to leave when something goes too bad yeah you know what I'm or saying? put the responsibility but a lot of people else. don't want to necessarily leave their homes when something goes bad so i don't know like what uh you have a a basement or a crack in your sewer line or something like that, yeah. and now <laughs> you, you whatever. And now, now everything that was in your basement, especially if you had a finished basement, it's gone to crap. Yeah. So, I mean, that tenant, they're probably just looking for that landlord to come in and clean it up. But you know, are they actually going to leave? So they may leave if the landlord doesn't clean it up. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily going to leave if, um. 
it gets clean and it's taken care of properly and like all right. that kind of thing. Now, if that was that person's house and they had proper insurances, right? You know, they could still get those repairs, get their basement refinished, possibly. You know, right. have upgrades because like there's still a benefit too to still right. if you have if you own a home and you have. All of the proper things in place. Or you prepare for that. You're prepared you for, for it. Like, I remember back in the um, 90s, my uncle, so my family is, like, from Oak Park, you know, from when they went left Detroit, right. went to Oak Park. So, he lived in a small ranch um, in Oak Park. Then he moved to another ranch in Oak Park. <laughs> and he ended up um, having a fire. Right. And after the fire... He ended up with upgrades. Right. <laughs> but you got to like, be careful, though. Like, huh? you, remember we had, uh, who, which insurance company? insurance company. Yeah. yeah. That, that, you got to be careful about that uh, sewage backup because that's not necessarily covered. Yeah, it's not always covered. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk back about, so those are some of the benefits of owning. We talk about home ownership and the benefits all the time. So that brings up the point of, buyers are frustrated in this market and they're thinking about pulling out. I think the question we have to ask is, why are you buying in the first place? There it is. Because the people that the people that woke up and was like, oh, I think I want to buy a house. It's cool. It's cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the end thing to do with home ownership and generational wealth. They probably not ready for the fight. Mm-hmm. But then the yeah. people that's like, I got to buy a house. We can't rent anymore. Like, they made their mind up, and mm-hmm. it's a, like a life goal or a goal or a necessity. Mm-hmm. Then those are the people that's like, all right, we didn't get this house. We get the next one. But we're going to stay in the game because we have to have a house. Definitely. Right? Yeah, I'm so. going to rent me a house. You're going to rent, your, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna rent so, your house out and then go rent, the, rent another house yeah. with the profit? That, that, may, that may be a good idea. Yeah. Right? People do that all the time. With yeah, rental. people do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just stay stay in your house two years, avoid some capital gain mm-hmm. tax, and then sell it. But yeah. I think some of what you said about um, what's some of the first conversations that you guys have with your buyers in this market? Like, how do you prepare um, an individual for what they're walking into? So, go ahead. No, I was going to say if it's a buyer, if it's a buyer that actually purchased a home before years ago, first thing I say is this market different. Mm-hmm. Like, you not going in if the house two eighty. Before you can offer two seventy and get concessions, this is not that market, because everybody that brought a home before, or they bring their daddy or their uncle with them, they're like, "Oh, I only paid this for my house," and we talked them down. You think it, mm-hmm. this is not that market? Mm-hmm. You can you can submit an offer, but when you see it's thirteen other cars in the driveway when you pull up, that tells you right there. And then if they're a brand new buyer, I have to just tell them. The market is not always like this, but this is what it is now. These are the type of offers that are getting yeah. accepted. You now. sleep on it, you won't sleep in it. Yeah. I mean, but I think people also get it mixed up. I mean, because the sellers are harder now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So a lot of the buyers think, this is one of, I ain't going to tell you a secret, right? But, I mean, one of your strategies about um, with buyers, but it's a lot of people's strategy, right? Is yep. to um, find the homes. So when you, just because a home's been on the market for a minute, right, doesn't mean they're going to take. Uh, they're going to give a discount or or take a deal less than what what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of buyers are expecting. They see the the houses out there for thirty days. Oh, this has been on the market for a long time. But how you know it didn't get an <laughs> offer accepted, and yeah. then a deal fell through, and now it's back on the market. Because a lot of times it'll say that on the listing ticket. 
back yeah, on the but, market. Sometimes. But the but the buyer don't <laughs> see that all the time, though. The agent sees mm-hmm. that. Correct. So a buyer may see, oh, this this came on the market in January. Here it is, April. Well, you might have had a deal, and a person was waiting on financing, and it fell through mm-hmm. after forty days or whatever. Now it's back on the market. All the backup buyers are out of Wait. the game. So now you're starting to get a new wave of buyers. You just happen to be one of them. Correct. Y'all all seeing the same yeah. house. So my, I lead with patience. Yep. That's my conversation. Hey, we have to have a conversation about patience and the amount of it that you need to have in this process. Yep. Because that's the first thing we have to get an understanding on. If, yeah. we, if you can't sustain for weeks, right? <laughs> Expectations, Put right? Put in ten offers and yep. fail on them. Yep, it ain't for you. The second conversation I have is. Um, don't fall in love with the house that you put the offer in on. Right. Just know it fits your 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 criteria. Mm. Once we get past acceptance, uh, inspection, and appraisal, then maybe you can start falling in love a little bit. Yeah. And then I <laughs> I tell people offer like you really want it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I can't I can't I mean I can't even count how many times somebody submitted an offer. They were the very first offer that came in. And maybe they offered like five, ten thousand dollars less. Mm-hmm. Then later that day, we get another offer for full price. So now I'm like, "What do you want to do to the seller?" And they like, "Well, let's ask for highest and best." Mm-hmm. And then later that day, I get another offer above asking. So I'm going that back telling calling people, you at eleven o'clock. I'm just, I, I'm going to send it. Yep. Now I'm <laughs> like, "Highest and best due by Monday." The first offer that was submitted come back and be like, oh, we'll offer 10000 over. So like, offered in the first you, If you would have just offered full price at the beginning, you had a shot. Mm-hmm. But since you offered lower, you gave people enough time to get their offers in. The seller may have taken that first offer. Wouldn't even got the other offers. Right. right? So you have to discuss the pricing strategies that work. But always offer like you want it. I never try to talk a buyer into offering higher mm-hmm. because I don't know what the value, like we talked mm-hmm. about, the value is to them. And maybe that's just the budget they want to stick in. But if every price you see is $250, $260, and no matter what, you just want to offer less just because you want to feel like you got a deal, it's probably not the market mm-hmm. for you. Yep. I mean, especially when you see what you're saving for uh, in the mortgage payment for that right. five or ten thousand dollars that lost you the house. Yeah, you know yep. what I'm saying? Because so, it's crazy. But it, just, it does seem like you know, from a from the masses, like people are really just getting fed up with what's going on, and they may not even necessarily be currently shopping. They may just be considering shopping for a house. Like, hmm, yep. I've been bouncing an idea around, but I've talked to this person, not necessarily a professional, but, you know, yep. I've talked to mm-hmm. this person or that person I heard here. I was watching the news. Yep. I watched the news every day, <laughs> which is great. It's, you know, yeah. informative. Like they say, whatever is worth having isn't necessarily going to come easy. So, yeah. you know, if you really want a house, be ready to fight, like you said. Yeah. And we got, so before, you know, years ago, you have a lot of tire kickers. They just out here mm-hmm. testing the market and everything. The buyers that we got now, it's so many competitive buyers. They all pulling the trigger and making offers, make mm-hmm. highest and best. They offering more. They offering full price. They giving, they giving the seller concessions, not getting concessions. Right. Right. They giving up a whole lot. So now the the buyers are stronger. 
Um, but you do have those other buyers that's like, oh, I'm just out here. I don't really need a house mm. making offers, but it's making the competition stronger. Right. It's like going to an auction those people. and mm-hmm. like the the starting bid for whatever item it is. Let's say it's $100, right? Mm-hmm. You get somebody in there that don't even care to have an item and they bid 110 now, the person that really wanted got to be at 120. Mm-hmm. Then somebody else got to be at 130. You know what I'm saying? If the person that didn't really care about it wasn't in the game, it would have reduced the value a little bit or the price. What? I did that one time. Oh, yeah. yeah. People do it all the time. That's why I stopped yeah. going to the goddamn house. No, I really wanted the house, but I could have stopped. Like the people who actually got the ended up winning the bid, I'm like, yeah. man, I probably pressed that a little bit. Made yep. them pay a little bit more than what they actually needed to. Yep. <laughs> Last house I bought at the, at the auction, I mean, it was uh, temp. I mean, um, secluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for forty three, and still was a great deal. Now, I mean, I, I mean, just imagine if I would have held on to it, but I probably could have got that for like twenty something. But these these guys was trying to run it up. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the um things I, I was just like, okay, what if you know we got. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the shift going to be? Because I feel like we're in it. You know what I mean? Like, we're in this. So, we know it's shifting. Right. But we are in a space to where I don't think any of us really know what to call it. And sometimes I wonder if the buyers are all going to gather somewhere. Like, this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just kind of be like, you know what? I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not mm. gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. You I think they get, can. You gonna get one uh-huh. buyer that's gonna sell out and be like, "I'm going to make an offer." I don't that's think like they the can because the, yeah. like people need houses. So yeah. the issue is where there's a shortage. That's right. what's causing this. You know what I'm saying? So what you gonna do? How how can you get together if you don't have nowhere to live, or if your rent is um, five hundred dollars more than your mortgage payment? Even at the even if you're paying right. more than you think you should be paying for the house at the "Quote unquote higher interest rate, you're still paying five hundred dollars more than that in rent. Yeah. I don't think that people have all that information up front. But that's why you got to consult with somebody. True, I like, understand that. But we're talking about maybe before <clears throat> consultation. You know, you have, like I said, the conversation. So you know, when you pick up the phone, you don't know who's on the other end. It right. may not be somebody that's related to you. You may just be getting a random call from somebody or from a referral, and you know, the conversation is just kind of like ah. I, you know, I kind of just think I can just wait. I think that so, the information is so readily available. Right. Now, but it's not uh, always correct. Not, not always correct, but right. the, the gist of it. Right. So, we, so they may not understand in, in its entirety what, which is, uh, why the rent, I mean, why it's cheaper to buy a house than it is to rent, you know. Right. But they know that they've heard that enough times uh, by now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think, too, like I got to tell people this. The media is always six months to a year behind what's actually mm-hmm. going on. Like when we got interviewed by the news, like I think that was like 18 or something, 2018. They were like, yeah, houses selling at this and this and that. I'm like, dude, it's been like that for almost two years. They just didn't. They didn't know it. Right. Mm-hmm. They were just getting, you know, a lot of times they like to wait for a buildup and they start hearing the general public. So then they make a story out of it. Mm-hmm. But they don't, it's always people listening to the media. And like, by the time it hits the news, you already six months, eight months behind. Mm-hmm. Even like when the short sale interviews they was doing, I'm like, y'all way, y'all yeah. way behind on that. So it's like, you know, the the shift, the shift is actually here. It just, yeah. we won't realize until we look back on it. 
we're going to be like, dang, I did remember when he, we first started seeing more listings pop up mm-hmm. all at once. Mm. Yeah, it is a shift. And I, and I guess that's what I'm saying, because I think we can all feel it. And then I think that um, people are just trying to figure out how to sustain, because that's what you have to do, right, during the yep. shift. And that's for everybody. The people who are working in the in the profession, the people who are the consumers, like everybody has to try to figure out, well, how do we sustain during any shift? Right. But, you know, sometimes we have, like, names for it. I don't think we yeah. have a name for this yet. No. I, <laughs> you know, I think I think one of the things is we still haven't got all the inventory out yet. Right. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I'm, I'm hesitant to call it a shift right now. And the thing, yeah. too, like, with new construction, like, this, I think this decade, well, this past decade before, let's say before 2020, it was the least amount of new construction built, mm-hmm. period, mm-hmm. in the history. So... Like we went from like the millions or whatever to five, six hundred thousand or something. I forgot the exact number, but it was like normally you would have all them new houses coming on the market. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you got old homes getting torn down. But we don't have that new construction inventory to absorb some of the buyers that we would have normally had. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference too. And builders now, even though they're building, but it's like. Yeah, look at cost of everything. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it, can the can the market keep up with the cost to build? That would be my concern. I think yeah. that's what's slowing it up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. Like shit, I mean, the, the plywood is like sixty five dollars a sheet. Like literally. I was say he said that like somebody knew what that meant. <laughs> like, I mean plywood. Well, <laughs> like you have to give a, a base. In uh, layman's term, it, it takes a lot of plywood to go in your house. It takes a lot of wood, wood to, go to go in go your in house. house. But so it went all up. That what, went up. Wasn't that like a twenty eight dollar? That was like a twenty dollar. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That, like, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean everything is retarded. We're we're doing. Listen, I'm talking about within the last three weeks, we had a quote. We had somebody. We're doing a um, a build out for a selfie studio in right. Nova, right? Um, we had a quote for the, uh, and this is not just wood either. This is right. so. This was metal studs. It was six dollars a stud. It's twenty three dollars a stud now. Three Damn. weeks later. Wow. So I had it. So she took. You know. Unfortunately, she couldn't move as quick as she wanted to um, right. on, the, on her build out. So now she came back. I can't honor the initial yeah cause uh, it quote because it changed, right? Yeah, you should. She should have gave you a deposit. Someone uh, was um who I just I had some people on a, um that was a concern. So oh, it was some clients they're shopping for new construction, and one of the things was that they were kind of upset with the builder because the builder was like, you know, this is the base. Yeah. However. This may change because um, of the price of wood, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And the person was just, like, so livid about it. Like, what do they mean? It's that price. It is what it is. But it kind of goes no, back to don't. that conversation. Yep. She was, like, consulting her mother, who probably hadn't bought a house in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Or haven't bought a new construction house. Ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, got all of the information. And, I mean, just was really upset. And I, and I was trying to explain it to her, like, well... They're not, they're, you know, they're telling the truth about the right. cost of the material right. and the wood to build the houses. Like, it's a real thing. So, um, yeah, well, you know, she just expected it to be. And then these houses, you were talking about, like, these um, newer constructions. So, you know, within the last couple years, yep. subdivisions, um, like 2,500 square foot suburbs. Okay. And you think that it's going to be under 300,000. Hmm. It's not. 
Right. But look, I heard that the Wayne County tax auction is stacked. Yeah, I can believe it. So we they didn't mean, do got another wave for a new, uh, for a whole year. Yeah. So but we got you got to think wave. how many people actually got cash to bid, mm-hmm. and then the way it's set up, you can bid on one house. I think the deposit is like five hundred to register. Mm-hmm. But That's if you want to bid on mm-hmm. multiple houses, I think you got to have ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So what some people was doing, like you might have a broker or somebody that put ten thousand up. And tell people, pay me, I'll let you bid under mm-hmm. my account, mm-hmm. right? But everybody don't have 10000 to put up, put up. And if you only got your eye on one house and you competing with all these investors, like the investor competition is yes. so heavy because at these prices, it's, we're able to find deals, but the spreads are not as much. So you're finding off-market deals, yeah, you find some, you know, you find some better spreads. But it ain't like before where the investors can still go into MLS and pull a lot of inventory. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, them them buyers, good luck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're going to find wherever you go to buy a house, period, it's going to be a lot of competition. That's just what the market is. And if you fed up, it's just like giving up a fight. At some point, you will win an offer. Mm-hmm. But once you pull, you don't know if the next house is the one or the next three after that. Mm-hmm. But you just got to stay in the game. True. Got to wait on all patience. the inventory. Wait on all the yep. inventory. <laughs> or you luck up and your realtor call you and be like, hey, I got a listing and this one is mm-hmm. for you. I'm not even going to put it on the market. I'm going to bring it right to you. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, that's, you know. a, that's a whole other conversation, too, mm-hmm. that I want to talk to y'all about off air because you yeah, got something can, else you need to say? No, I don't. No, we're going to talk something? about that in one of our next episodes. You got yeah. something else you need to say? No. Nah. Okay, because I'm about to wrap this show up. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? We're going we gonna to go old school. We're going to say sugar is sugar, salt is salt. If you ain't learned nothing today, it ain't our fault. All right. All and that's right. a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>